is Fantasy Football Today from CBS Sports. Here we go! Email us at fantasyfootball at cbsi.com. Here we go! Let's hit the waiver wire. Let's go! Now, here's some combination of Adam, Dave, Jamie, and Tia. Welcome to the Fantasy Postseason, everybody. Welcome to Fantasy Week 14. We got the whole band here, Adam, Dave, Jamie, Heath. And last night, Jamie and I were chatting on Instant Messenger, and we disagreed. I think this is a crap waiver wire week. Jamie, you're more excited about it than I am. There are guys available, and guys that are going to be starters, and guys that could be impactful fantasy players. So I think this is one of the better weeks. There could be a league-winning running back, a league-winning quarterback, and a league-winning wide receiver available in your league. Oh, can we not say that about every week? Maybe not about the running back, but you're, you're talking about San Francisco's situation? Yes. And which quarterback are you talking about? Uh, Lamar Jackson's still out there in a lot of leagues, and he could have an enormous game against the Chiefs. Oh, my. How many times are we going to say this about Lamar Jackson? This is his fourth straight I actually straight like Josh Allen matchup. better this week. Yeah, let's, let's, we're going to have to trust our fantasy hopes on Jeff Wilson, everybody, and Josh Allen. This, this week stinks, Dave. Dante Pettis? Dante is Pettis. Is that not what fantasy football is? No. Doesn't have to yes. be. Stick with we your are starters. We're pinning our hopes on players that we never heard of. Once upon a time, False. we didn't really know who Philip Lindsay was. We weren't sure about James Conner. We weren't sure about Patrick Mahomes. And that's not once upon a time. That's like five months ago. <laughs> you knucklehead. Like, you act like we obviously know that Jeff Wilson is not the answer. Adrian Peterson ran for 90 <laughs> yards and a touchdown last night. On one did play. not top 100 yards in the game. <laughs> yeah. And finished as a top 12 running back for the regular season. For the fantasy regular season. Interesting. Interesting. All right. All right. Well, let's get into it. Who are your top three waiver wire priorities? By the way, Matt Breida out this week. So, uh, you know, that's allegedly. Be, that's where we start. Who are the top three waiver wire priorities? Jamie, why don't you kick it off? Give me some guys you're looking at. Uh, Jeff Wilson, or as I Ron Burgundy yesterday on FFT, Jeff Williams. Uh, they <laughs> screw up the graphic and I read it as is because I well, was used to have a coworker named Jeff Williams. Um, Same guy. Is that what made you think of Jeff Williams? <laughs> no, I just was reading it as is, and um, he reminded me of what I did after <laughs> the segment was over. Um, but Jeff Wilson, Justin Jackson, and uh, I'm going to take Adam Humphreys over Dante Pettis, but both are close. Well, Marquise Goodwin reported back to the team yesterday. So Yeah, I don't think Goodwin impacts Pettis. It's Garcon that will impact Pettis. Okay. Uh, but But hasn't... Pettis played games with Goodwin and without Garcon, and he hasn't done anything really except when Goodwin's been out, right? He has exploded the last two weeks playing out of slot and running those right. routes over the middle of the field, and Nick Mullins does not like throwing the ball outside of the numbers. I think I don't think there's anybody on the 49ers that's going to take Pettis off the field. Garcon, Goodwin, no one. I think, well, he's, uh, I think he's going to be on the field a lot. Kyle Shanahan sort of hinted that Garcon may not play again this year. Just because they don't have anything to play for, and he's not 100. percent Right, he's Garst off the roster. Adam Humphreys has a matchup against a team that gives up the most fantasy points to wide receivers. Humphreys, I think, is 48 percent owned. He's facing the Saints this week. Uh, Dave Heath, other priorities? Other priorities besides those, or our actual priorities? Uh, I mean, yeah, you can give me some some repeats. Who's who's number one for you? Is it Jeff Wilson? Oh, uh, 100%. I've got Jackson ahead of Wilson. Greatest waiver wire ad in the history. I, I agree with Dave. I would start Jackson over Wilson this week, but 
if you're looking at it from who you're adding, you know Matt Breida is out. There's still the chance that Melvin Gordon can play. Right. So I would start Jeff Wilson over Jackson this week. I'm sorry? I would start Jeff Wilson over Jackson. Let me give you another name. I would start. And I think this is a lot of things that people have to deal with. Plus, you also have – Look, if James Conner's out, Jalen Samuels is That's the best That's where I was going to go. Is so that... there, there are three guys on the table that I think you could say, this guy over that guy, that guy over this guy at that position. But if you're just looking at it, who is definitely starting in week 14? It's Jeff Wilson. Or Alfred Morris. Are we sure? <laughs> Don't do that to us. Are, are we sure that Chris Carson's playing? I know he dislocated the finger. He should be able to come back and play. I would be shocked if he didn't play. Right. So Rashad Penny, not quite the priority. That uh, that he would otherwise be, but Dave, stop mentioning names because it's a terrible week on the waiver wire. Well, that's the thing. No, but I've got more. Wait, wait. So that's the thing. If you told me James Conner were out, if you told me Chris Carson is going to be out, which apparently he's not going to be out, if you told me that Melvin Gordon is definitely out, it would be a much more exciting week. But you do have the possibility of picking up guys that by the time Sunday rolls around, you're not using them. By the time Thursday rolls around, you're not using them. What if you are using them though? What, but you don't want to be using them if if the starter's back. And the other thing with Justin Jackson is, is Austin Eckler just going to go away? Uh, no, I th- look, they're playing the worst run defense in football. They are, yeah. I still think that I prefer Eckler to Jackson this week, but I think they're both top 25 running backs. I, yeah, I, I would just think, like, thinking about your teams, your playoff teams, hopefully you have better running backs. Well, you know that my teams don't, Adam. They should. Oh, did you guys make the playoffs? No. Oh, oh no. no, certainly not. We didn't even come close. Did that. any of us make the playoffs in the podcast league? Yeah, oh, I, you I've got a bye. You have a bye. Heath. I won my division. Hey, all right. And I finished with a better record than you, Heath. I'm just not in your division. Right. I've got the three seed. Look my partner, that. Phil Klein, kicked butt this year. Oh, good good job, guys. Jamie, not so much. And no, me. My, my, uh, my analyst leagues, for the most part, were terrible. My personal leagues were awesome. Oh, that's good. I'm still undefeated in one league. What? Really? Yeah. It's a 10 team league, so it's a caveat. Will Brinson's still undefeated in one of our leagues. Leagues. It's still awesome to be honest. Will Brinson's undefeated in our auction league. Yeah, I thought I was going to lose it this week. Um, I was trailing by a lot, and then Travis Kelsey, Spencer Ware, and the Seahawks DST in the 4 o'clock games were very good. Mm hmm. Uh, uh, so good. Congratulations on that, by the way. That's awesome. I finished seventh in the podcast league out of 14. Six teams make the playoffs. I blame Melvin Gordon. For not getting me into the playoffs, uh, so you should have made that a league where seven teams make the playoffs. I, I like that. I can now. Should I? No, you can't now. Okay. No, you can't. Um, uh, do, do we need to regulate you, by the way, for your um, me dynasty league faux pas? Oh, me? I I don't want to talk about it. Oh, he. <laughs> I do. I, I'm still reaching out to league members to see if anyone has the original email. <laughs> Kick him out. I don't know what he did, but kick him out of the league. Uh, he set up a league where he believes, and correct me if I'm wrong, if I'm explaining this the wrong way, but he believes that the last place team, last playoff team, should be based on... I think the way board. it was actually set up is the top four seeds are based on record. The five seed is the next highest scoring team. The six seed is the next best record. And the seventh seed is the team left that has the most points. And um, then... This was two years ago. Then that didn't get entered into the site. <laughs> and this year, uh, I am not currently in the playoffs by record, but I would be by points. I have not sent the email out saying who made the playoffs yet. But I will not be in the playoffs. So you have the most points for the non-playoff teams? Yes. Hmm. So, sorry, Heath. 
I'm sorry. I uh, I'm trying to look at this league to see if I made the playoffs. I think I lost the tiebreaker by like five points. All right, that was. I had, I had one last moment. night that uh, I needed to outscore the Redskins team quarterback. I had Zach Ertz with a well, what's the big offseason point, point and a half. half point and a half per tight end PPR. per reception for PPR for tight ends. I had Zach Ertz down sixteen going against the Colts the the Colts going against the Washington quarterbacks team quarterbacks, and I won by half a point. Woo! All right, welcome to the to playoffs. Make playoffs. Uh, let's get to the big news. A.J. Green's out for the season. Matt Breida out this week against Denver. Chris Carson dislocated finger, but he's expected to play against Minnesota. James Conner has a leg contusion. Who misses time with a leg contusion? It didn't look like a leg contusion. I hope it's a leg contusion. Yeah, because who misses time with a leg contusion? That, it looked like an ankle sprain. Any updates on Gus Edwards? He's fine. Okay. And Melvin Gordon has a chance to play. Would be a pretty quick turnaround. He has a chance. Uh, carry on Johnson this week, guys. Do we know? Nothing yet. At this point, why would they bring him back? Yeah, I mean, LeGarrette Blunt might be somebody that people are picking up at Arizona. Yep. No, but he's it's a bad week. Jamie, it is a bad week. <laughs> it is a bad week. I mean, look, Jeff Wilson's got the Broncos. That stinks. Not only is it a bad week, Adam, but half the teams in your fantasy league aren't making ad drops anymore. That's true. So the now thing- all these players that you just don't want to add to your team are even more readily available. The oh. Broncos thing doesn't bother me so much for Wilson. It doesn't? He caught eight passes last week. All right. Well, that's a pretty good point. Um, all right. Yeah, so so Denver's been really good against Ryan. All right, whatever. We'll, we'll get into that. Uh, what was I going to say? It is a bad week. Yeah, okay, Adam Humphreys is the number one wide receiver. Like, that sucks. And... That sucks. Yeah, why, why would you want the guy who's been better than Julio Jones the last month? Because he's Adam Humphreys. He's a whole career of being bad for fantasy. Okay. Like I, to be honest with you, I I am happy to have Adam Humphreys, and I get it. He's exciting, but I'd rather it be someone like you know younger and exciting that that we're leading. That that's the only wide receiver. Dante Pettis, dude. Marquise Goodwin's oh. coming back. Oh, I'm sorry. Antonio Brown isn't on the waiver wire in your leagues, Adam. This is Dante a... Pettis has over 200 yards and three touchdowns in the last two games. Without Marquise Goodwin. And Marquise with Nick Goodwin Mullins has... as his quarterback. So we can take the five targets that have been going to Kendrick Bourne and give them to Marquise Goodwin because he never gets more than five targets. I'm just saying, without Marquise Goodwin, that's just it's that's just what's happened. I'm surprised you're such a negative Nancy on this. Yeah. Oh, I, mean, the, I always try oh to bring my positivity gosh. to the show. The tight ends. The tight ends are disgraceful. And the quarterbacks, the quarterbacks are disgraceful. But you shouldn't need a quarterback. I mean, you shouldn't need a quarterback at this point. Uh, where are we here? Julio Jones is a hand issue. What was the deal? He hurt his hand. Oh, okay. Uh, Christian Kirk is on IR with a broken foot. That's a bummer. Bad week. Yeah, that uh, came out of nowhere. Yeah. Email of the day number one is from Patrick. Hey, Jimmy, Tommy, and Henry. How am I funny? I think that's good. Now? Yeah, I think that's good, fellas. I have Gurley, Goff, and Reynolds. I'm curious how they'll fare in the fantasy playoffs, considering they're locked in for the playoffs in real football. What do you think about the Rams? Oh, by guys? the way, that's one bet you lost to me. That is one. That I've lost two bets to you. What was the other one? Saquon versus Melvin Gordon. Oh, so you're shaving an eyebrow? No, I buy you lunch, you idiot. I'm shaving an eyebrow. You still haven't even eaten a Butterfinger. I know. It'll happen. I, you know what? I'm going to text my wife to buy me a Butterfinger. She's going to the grocery store. Surprised you're not going to have one Uber Eats 
have Uber Eats bring one to your house. Well, it's like someone else is getting it for me. Uh, what are you guys worried about? The Rams should Rams fantasy owners be concerned about weeks fourteen, fifteen, sixteen? No, I, I'm not trying yet. to lock up the one seed. Right, they've clinched a playoff. They've clinched a division. They'll have a home game, but they've got to keep winning. They don't want to go to New Orleans. They also aren't going to rest their players for two weeks before a bye week. Yeah, yeah. Week seventeen, you might have concerns. I, I think yes, we're, we're all good through there. Uh, email day number two is from Justin. Twelve team PPR league. Uh, the commissioner insists only four teams should make it. Twelve team league, but a bunch of other teams want six to make it. The commissioner says that if six teams make it, you can get teams making the playoffs with a 500 record or a sub 500 record. And he doesn't want that. So I'm asking you guys: Do you prefer four or six teams making it in a 12 team league? Six. I've made the playoffs this year with a sub 500 team. So I'm damn proud of it. We have a uh, two QB league that used to be 10 teams. And only four teams made it. And this year it changed to 12 teams. And Jamie just left it as four teams make it? No, it'll be six. So we're not playing this last week of the regular season that's no. on the schedule? No, I just didn't change it. Okay. It'll be six. That's a mistake on my part. Great. That's, we got some A plus. That's yeah. going to be some regulating podcast. from whoever is currently sitting just outside the playoffs and has one game left. Um, I didn't realize it. <laughs> Is it you? No, I'm I'm the one seed in that league. Okay. So, are you are, are you the one seed or the two seed now, Heath? Uh, I don't know. Did I win last night or not? You're the one seed. Damn it! I want to be the one seed. Well, well, we have one I more. even told Heath last week that I was doing him a service because I was completely out of it and have I, I haven't been able to get a quarterback because the trade deadline passed and uh, there's nobody on on waivers. But I picked up just to try and help him because I played you. And to be fair. Uh, I picked up Cody Kessler. Didn't work out, but at least I made an effort. Oh, you find, played me. Find someone who was finally. Hey, I have there. a I mean, question. That's almost like throwing I, the league by starting. I know I'm an idiot, moron, but I have a question. What's a better record? Eleven and two or ten and three? Eleven and two. Oh, okay, so I'm the one seed. Let's move on. I must have lost. Uh, by the way, I, I'm fine with six teams making I, it, it into twelve. Absolutely, I do, I do think. Absolutely. That, since we oh, no, started off yeah, giving you, heat. you, no, I'm sorry, I was trying to help you get there. Right, that's right. Since we just, just pause for a second because we did have the pause for make fun of Heath's dynasty commission, and if we got an email that said I'm in a twelve team two QB league, and all league all year long the schedule has said fourteen weeks, four teams make the playoffs, and the commissioner just changed it. After week 13, <laughs> where the playoffs start now. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> I don't care. I'll leave it. I'm out of it. I don't give a crap. <laughs> we, would kick, I, we would kick him out of the league. That's no good. Uh, I got a Twitter poll. Probably get to it tomorrow. It's about which teams have the ugliest color scheme in the NFL. My vote is the Redskins. And, of course, it's my vote, so it's not winning the Twitter poll right now. Sneak peek at the waiver wire. Which quarterbacks are we looking at? I Alan prefer Jackson. Lamar. Mariota. I don't like Mariota this week, but he's playing well. Oh, Allen Jackson, Mariota. Okay. Yeah. Tannehill, if you're stuck. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think actually it could be some interesting two QB decisions, but not necessarily waiver wire, but start. Well, there, but... no, there's some really interesting four point per pass touchdown leagues because I know that you've been disappointed with Lamar Jackson's production, but he's been a top 12 quarterback in those, those leagues. All three weeks? Uh, he, last I looked last night, he was. It, last week, he definitely was the week before. I'm not sure about the first week. I, okay. I'm certain Josh Allen would have been last week. He last was, week, as in he was week the number one quarterback, thirteen. They need to start Joe Flacco this week. Wow, uh, what a statement! Running back priorities. Okay, we got Jeff Wilson, we got Justin Jackson, Jalen Samuels. Who else? 
Those are going to be the big three. Uh, Rashad Penny, just in case Carson Blunt. is hurt. Uh, LeGarrette Blunt, Jalen Rashard. Um, yeah, I, and then it's like downhill ugly from there. I mean, look, Naeem Hines because I think they'll be throwing a lot. Last time he played Houston, he was really good, coming off a game with nine catches. Um, the two Ravens guys, just in case there is something wrong with Gus Edwards and Ty Montgomery and Kenneth Dixon, and Montgomery in a game where they're probably chasing points, has uh, I think it's ten catches the last two weeks. Yeah, and there's a guy that is 73% owned that's playing pretty well, Doug Martin. Sort of interesting. Uh, he gets the Steelers, who have... Bad matchup. Nah, not lately. They are giving up 4.4 yards per carry, YPC for life, to running backs in their last seven games. Steelers have allowed a rushing touchdown to a running back in five straight games. Um, How many carries did Martin end up with last week? Does anybody 18 know off the top of the head? carries. 16, for, I think? I have him at 18 for 61 on a touchdown. All right, so the most carries he's had in a game this season against Kansas City. It's pretty good, pretty surprising. I mean, you guys liked them. I didn't, but I mean, they, well, they were surprisingly competitive in that game. Let's see if they can do it again against Pittsburgh. Won't be easy. Uh, wide receivers: we got Humphreys, we got Pettis. Who else? Curtis Samuel. Yep. Who I like a lot. We know Greg Olson's done for the year in Carolina, and uh, Samuel's been getting some pretty decent playing time to begin with. And last week, he really exploded. He had like. Ten grabs, I think. Uh, Eight. I'll I'll still Six. say in, in PPR Bruce Ellington. Absolutely. Uh, the two Dolphins guys, Devontae Parker and Kenny Stills, if Amendola remains out. Curtis Samuel had uh, six catches, I think. He had eight catches. Are you sure? I'll go look it up. He had 88 I mean, yards. We're all taking guesses on how many catches he had. He had six for 88 on six 11 Six catches targets. on 11 targets for 88 yards. Okay, you owe me an apology. Chris Conley, yes, also someone you can look at. Oh, you know what? Zay Jones. If Josh Allen is your number one uh, quarterback, Jamie, Zay Jones kind of far down on the list, and he lit up the Jets a few weeks ago. He did. What he had eight for him? 93 and 11 targets. It's a good matchup. You just you feel icky trusting a Bills receiver. Sure. Uh, I got a stat about that Bills receiver a little bit later. Tight ends. <laughs> Tight ends, anyone? It's Herndon for me. Yep, Herndon and then Ian Thomas. Todd Olsen there. Uh, Janu. Yep. Red Ellison's played really well the last two games. I, yeah, I don't. My only problem with Janu is Ferkser keeps getting in the way. They like Ferkser, too. Watch your mouth. We bleeped, we bleeped out Ferkser last time. Um, DSTs. I like Buffalo. Going to the Bills. I like Buffalo. Buffalo. There, there, there are several. Buffalo, uh, who else? Who else? The Cowboys, the Saints. Yeah, Cardinals Saints. and the Lions. Saints. Saints or Bills? Bills. Bills. David? Bills are top five for me this week. Yep. David Richard, who do you like, Saints or Bills? Bills. Bills, okay. Bills. I like the Saints. They're top ten. And I, I, like, I've gotten already a lot of questions about the Titans because they've kind of not been very good at all lately. Uh, I'm still trusting them against Cody Kessler. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and actually, I mean, ugh, I'm sorry to say it. Giants against the Redskins at the Redskins. Mark, yes, Mark Sanchez. With Mark Sanchez, a quarterback, yeah. yeah not the worst. Uh, any IDP, Dave? I don't have them right now. All right, we'll do don't it later. Yeah, kickers. Prater. Uh, Matt Bryant's still available in several leagues. Fred Maher against the Eagles. Is, uh, Janikowski. is Fairbairn like universally owned yet or what? I think he's in the 80s, yeah. <laughs> in silent. Is it? 
put some respect on his name. Is it really? Oh, I didn't know that. Fair Bear. Fair. Is it really? Yeah. Okay. I feel like you're lying to me, but I will trust you. All right. I got some Week 15 help coming up. I got some news and notes coming up. Uh, if you want to win your league, you, of course, have to make these smart waiver wire moves, like picking up Adam Humphreys in a great matchup. If you want to win at your job, you got to make smart hires. You know, there are jobs that send you tons of the wrong resumes to sort through. That's not smart. There are job sites that make you wait for the right candidates to apply to your job. That is not smart. Using your relatives to fill in at work while you look for staff? Oh, that's definitely not smart. But using ZipRecruiter.com slash FFT to hire the right person, that is smart. Do the smart thing, people. Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash FFT when you need to hire. ZipRecruiter does not depend on candidates finding you. It finds candidates for you. It's powerful matching technology, scans thousands of resumes, identifies people with the right skills, education, and experience for your job, and then it invites them to apply. So you don't have to sit there and sort through a stack of resumes anymore. You let ZipRecruiter do that. ZipRecruiter is rated number one by employers in the U.S. You can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash FFT. That is ZipRecruiter.com slash FFT. One more time, peeps. Peeps, really? ZipRecruiter.com slash FFT, ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. All right, more news and notes. Marquise Goodwin returned to the team. Greg Olson's out for the year. Eli Manning is going to start this week, but could get benched later on this season for Kyle Lalletta. Tennessee signed running back Jeremy McNichols. Does that matter to anyone? No. Kansas City signed Shark Kendrick West. Does that matter to anyone? Sharknado. No. Sam Darnold expected to start this week. Arizona guard Mike Upati's on IR. Washington had two offensive guards get hurt. Mm-hmm. They're backups. They're backups. Uh, they and, were prepping a defensive lineman to play last night. And some more offensive tackle or guard uh, injuries. Uh, one tackle. Jason Peters left on the final series of the game for the Eagles. We'll check on that. Jeremy Parnell left with an injury. That's Jacksonville's right tackle. They could probably use more offensive line injuries, Jacksonville. That would be good for them. And... Kind of important, DJ Fluker for the Seahawks, starting guard. He's going to miss some time, although he missed time a couple weeks ago and they ran everywhere. I think it was three weeks ago. Uh, just going to do the quick do you expects. Cam Newton? Yes. Mitch Trubisky? Mitchell? Yes. Yes. All right. Uh, Deshaun Jackson? No. No, hopefully not. Stay away. Sammy <laughs> I'm such a I'm such an idiot moron. I put that Deshaun Jackson was playing the Giants this week because I still think he's on the Redskins apparently. Uh Sammy Watkins. No. Let's not not even close. And Evan Ingram. Uh probably not. All right. Week fifteen help. You need some week fifteen help. You gotta buy this week. Um Yeah, let's see what we got. A quarterback, potentially Lamar Jackson against Tampa Bay. Dak Prescott's pretty owned, but he's at Indianapolis. That's all I got for week 15 there. Uh, Chris Herndon. He's got a tough matchup this week. The Bills have been excellent against tight ends, so they haven't really faced a lot of good ones. But Houston, on the other hand, in week 15 is a great matchup for Chris Herndon. Uh, CJ Uzama against Oakland. Dan Arnold at Carolina. I'm Ron Burgundy. And uh, that's all I got. Herndon, Uzama, Arnold. Herndon's going to have a good matchup in Week 15. And DSTs, a ton of them for Week 15. Denver against Cleveland. 
Minnesota, who could get dropped this week against Miami. Tennessee's at the Giants. Washington is at Jacksonville. Jacksonville is only 75% owned. And they're at Wash, they're against Washington next week. And they have Tennessee this week. Uh, Seattle at San Francisco. Detroit at Buffalo. And New Orleans at Carolina. So Detroit has Arizona and Buffalo in their next two games, both on the road. What does that, what does that mean for you? It's a bad DST with the two best matchups in fantasy. They're not bad streamers. Yeah, but is anybody going to pick up the, the Lions? The only reason why you might be a little intrigued by them is because they played well last week. And their run defense has been okay for a couple of weeks, really since they got Harrison and they've improved there. Their pass defense held up mostly okay last week against the Rams. That was a game that you expected the Rams to throw all over them, and they didn't. So maybe they're getting a little bit better. You know the team's going to be playing hard for their first-year head coach, who's a defensive-minded coach. I, I think they're toward they the bottom of the list. What? They're playing hard for Patricia? I think they are. Typically, teams do that. That's not been the word out of Detroit at all. They don't really like him at all. Then I, they hung tough with the Rams last Oh, week. I think they're playing well, but I don't think they're doing it for Patricia as in, like, let's go coach. Well, he's going to be there next year as far as I figure. Unless you've because they're practicing in the snow. All right, well, look, well, we're that's not stupid. I, 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 th- I don't think any of us are picking up the Lions. I don't want it. They're like last guess. on my list. Yeah, I know they have great matchups. That was the point, but they're they're not good. Uh, let's go to Philadelphia, Washington. Let's get this game out of the way. So, uh, Golden Tate, everybody. Golden Tate, he's getting the targets. He got the production last night. Seven catches, 85 yards, and a touchdown. And that's three straight games with seven or eight targets, whereas Alshon Jeffrey has had three straight games with five or fewer targets. Uh, what do you think about Golden Tate? Does anybody trust him? He's only started in 39% of leagues. Not this week. No, not this week. Yeah, I don't, I don't really trust him. I, like, I don't know how you could anybody could have any faith in Alshon. Yeah. Well, no, so- as Adam will tell you, I, I sent him. Um, Golden Tate was on the drop list because I did it before the game of players to drop. And I, you know, obviously amended that and I replaced him with Alshon Jeffrey. Yep. Yeah. And they're at Dallas this week. And then they're at the Rams, which could be a much better game for their offense. Josh not Adam. Really. It, it could be a much better game for Tate. Did you say not I, really? Yeah, I think Alshon's going to... Their defense... Yeah, with Tlaib back, it's tough. They've given up 13 points per game in the four games he's played. I know. It's strange, though. It just doesn't make any sense that like, Aqib Tlaib, at this point, could make that much of an impact on their defense. Well, but it helps it, their pass defense. But it's happening. Awful. I understand it helps their pass defense, but he's not He's not Aqib Tlaib in his prime, and he's just one guy on what was... He can stay with Alshon. Yeah, uh, yeah, I know. I'm just saying in general. Um, Josh Adams has had two straight games of 20 carries... And he came through uh, with 85 and 84 yards. He had a touchdown last week. He had, did not have one last night. When I say last week, I, I meant week 12. How about this? Only four running backs have had more than 12 carries against the Cowboys this season. So Adams will be an interesting play this week. Maybe he'll Yeah, be it's fifth. tough because with Sproles back, you just there's probably not any work in the passing game for him. Yeah, it would appear so. Uh, were you encouraged by Carson Wentz? This is kind of an up-and-down game for him. Terrible throw at the goal line. Yeah, that was bad. But otherwise, I think he's been okay. Or he was okay in this game. He hasn't been okay in the previous couple of games. Yeah, you can't start him this week, though. He made some really bad throws in this game. Missed Ertz, you know, up the sideline. He mm-hmm. threw a screen pass that was terrible. And he made some great throws in this game, too. 
He's just uh he was inconsistent. As far as the Redskins the Redskins go, I mean, it's over now. <laughs> That's a nightmare team. <laughs> it's over. And their color their uniforms are so ugly. And you just hope Adrian Peterson scores. They have the Giants this week. Adrian Peterson, he had his best game against the Giants. Eh? Yeah, you can start him. That's it, though. I guess Reed because he's a tight end. Who's a better start, Peterson or Josh Adams this week? Peterson. 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 All right, let's go to the Sunday night game. It was more fun than the Monday night game. Chargers 33, Steelers 30. Major takeaways from this one, fellas? Phillip Rivers is damn good. Yep. A little lucky. The yeah. the Keenan Allen touchdown was just an unbelievably lucky break. But Well, the, the, the more lucky one was them not calling a false start on the Chargers. Yeah, sure, time. sure. And I, they were lucky to get offsides called in their favor twice there at the end with the field goals. Yeah, it, I, I, do you think it, it, do you it think, was a pretty it was a pretty good game for the Chargers. I think it's a good example of what they can do and what they'll look like without Melvin Gordon. Thought it was interesting that Rivers threw thirty six passes and Mike Williams and Tyrell Williams combined for five targets. Tyrell Williams isn't healthy. Uh, do you think that Michael Badgley missed that first game winning field goal because of the offsides? No. Because there was definitely pressure coming from his right, and then he yanked it left. But, okay, we'll say no then. Um, I, the thing about Badgley, like, he's not – I just don't think he's that good. Uh, he's on a good team, but, you know, you don't want to lose because your kicker missed a field goal. Uh, he, he missed one. He missed two. One of them got called back, and then he made it. But uh, I'm not going to spend much time on that. Uh, what else we got? James Conner was good. Two goal line touchdowns certainly helped, but he left with the injury. I don't know. There's really not he much He hasn't here. been running the ball very well, though. He hasn't. You're right. And Vance McDonald, 75% owned. I mean, you just kind of shrug and say, yeah, what are you going to do? You got to start him or you got to own him. Yep. He's yeah. a streamer. One stat I just wanted to look up. I, Rivers is third in the NFL in passer rating behind Breeze and Mahomes. And he's just having such a great year. So I guess it's just a matter of, is he going to have to throw a lot? Because, you know, he just doesn't throw that often. And he's got Cincinnati this week. Probably won't have to. And then at Kansas City could be awesome for you in week 15. Okay. I think we spoke about the running backs. And we're going to speak about them more as we get into the waiver wire. And we'll do that right now. Let's go to the quarterbacks. So I just want to know, I'm going to throw out uh, a name that's Probably not available. He's 82% owned. Are you getting away from or going back to Baker Mayfield this week against Carolina? I'm running into him. I'm hoping his arms are wide open because here I come, full speed ahead. Love the matchup against the Panthers. Carolina on the road for the second week in a row. Their defense has all kinds of busts in it. And uh, and I think Baker Mayfield, who has taken advantage of bad matchups before, can do it again. I think he's a must-start quarterback. I had a hard time putting him in like the top 12 range. He's 12 for me. He's very close to that for me. All right, so Baker Mayfield might be available. The other guys who are almost certainly available, uh, Josh Allen, 15% owned, and he scored 32 fantasy points at Miami. He had 135 rushing yards after 91 rushing yards the week before. Eight of the last nine quarterbacks to face the Jets have had, you know, respectable games, 21 or more fantasy points and six-point-per-passing touchdown leagues. 
And they struggled a little bit with the mobile quarterbacks. Tannehill, Trubisky, Mariota all had 43 to 51 rushing yards. Uh, so where is Josh Allen ranked for you guys? 21. Uh, I think 15. There, there's not a quarterback on the waiver wire that we're going to discuss. It's in my top 15 this week. I currently am at 18, but I could see him moving into 17, 16 range. I'd start him over Wentz this week. Lamar Jackson. You saw Josh Allen over Carson Wentz. Wow. Uh, Lamar Jackson. Heath, you've, you've been the Jackson guy. Let, let's just say he's a four-point-per-passing touchdown league guy. Where, where would you rank him there? Just outside the top 12 this week. Uh, the only problem, and it, it'll be interesting to see. I think it's a very interesting game because you've talked about it. Baltimore is just dominating time of possession, running more plays than anyone else and not allowing the opposing teams to run very many plays. The Chiefs don't need to run very many plays to score a bunch of points. They've shown that uh, all year long. But I think it's both a terrible game script and a great matchup for him. So, are you sure he was top 12 at least two of three weeks? He, he was 13th. I apologize. When? How dare you? In Last four week. points for passing touchdowns? In four points for passing touchdowns. Really? Man, that's such a huge difference because he just wasn't very good at all last week in six point per passing touchdown leagues. Lamar Jackson, no. he, he like he was fifteenth, sixteenth. It's such a bad game. Sixteen fantasy points. That's nothing. It's a bad week, obviously. But what about three weeks ago? Can you please look that up because I need to know. He was really top twelve three weeks ago. He had scored fifteen fantasy points against the Bengals in six. He is number twelve touchdown. over the last three weeks. He was number. 14 three weeks ago. All right, so he's missed the top 12. He's 13th and 14th in two of those three weeks, which is where you have him ranked. So, all right, uh, uh, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, Marcus Mariota, three good games in a row for Mariota. Can he do it against Jacksonville? It's it's not three in a row. It's I think it's, four, it's three of his last four. Three, three of his last four. Yeah, because he but he came out of one, right? Right. But yeah. The, the last. Three games he's been able to finish. I'm sorry. Four. Four games. Four, four last five. five. Yeah. Yeah. I, I four, the last four he's been able to finish. He's been good. His track record against the Jaguars, awful. It's hard to go with him after Andrew Luck couldn't even score one touchdown. Yeah, I think if we look at Jaguars home versus away, though, I, I think there's a pretty big difference. And they're on the road. It's, Mariota's got a home game, right? Yes. Yeah, and short week. And but short week. Still, th- this is... Uh, it just it just doesn't feel like it's going to be a good Mariota game. Like and they're, you, got, they're, you got luck, believe me. I know better than anybody based on our <laughs> daily challenge. I got lucky with Mariota. We got lucky with Mariota to get the twenty five points. He was not playing well against the Jets. No, I, he's the type of quarterback where the the ceiling is low. It's going to be maybe twenty if he has a good game. He's not going to bring home twenty five. I just want you to laugh at my two quarterback league <laughs> team or superflex team. I have um, Mariota, Ryan Tannehill, Nick Mullins, and Eli Manning, and I will have to start two of those craptastic quarterbacks this week, so that'll be fun. Tannehill against the Patriots, um, and then, yeah, what about Mullins? Any interest in him against Denver? No. What about Case Keenum at San Francisco? No. No. Okay, forget it. We We don't want these quarterbacks. Hopefully you have somebody better. They're they're two QB league options. Well... Look, it's a busy time of year, right? It's holiday yeah. time. Got a lot of waiver wiring to do, obviously, but also a lot of stuff to ship, right? A lot of stuff to, you know, a lot of postage that you're dealing with right now. We can save you a lot of time at stamps.com. 
Stamps.com is perfect this time of year because the holidays are the busiest time of the year, and the post office itself is really, really busy, and that's why we use Stamps.com because it's going to save you a ton of time during the hectic holiday season. And not just Stamps.com, but an amazing offer at Stamps.com slash FFT. Get a four-week trial. They give you a four-week trial because they know how much you're going to love Stamps.com, and then you're going to come back. Not just a four-week trial, though. You also get a digital scale and no long-term commitments. Stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and enter FFT. I think I said Stamps.com slash FFT. That is not correct. Go to Stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and enter the code FFT. So you can buy and print official U.S. postage for any letter, any package, any class of mail using your own computer and printer, and then the mail carrier picks it up. You don't have to go anywhere. Could not be easier. Print postage any day, anytime. It's 24-7. Stamps.com is always open, and it saves you money because it helps you print the right amount of postage every time. You don't have to overpay. Go to Stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top, and uh, type in FFT to get that four-week trial and a digital scale. Stamps.com, promo codes FFT. All right, running backs. So do you want to talk about, you know, where you're going to rank Jeff Wilson and if Alfred Morris, who's been inactive, could factor in and, you know, this game against Denver. What do you think about Jeff Wilson? Morris will probably play. So to what extent, that's the question. But like he said, Wilson was great in the passing game. He also had a little bit of a foot injury. Uh, Kyle Shanahan addressed that in the press conference yesterday, so that's something to keep an eye on. Although he was apparently got hurt, came back in the game. That's when Brita actually got in the game. I don't think they wanted to play Brita based on what he's been dealing with. Wilson could be their guy rest of the way, so you have to factor that into it as well. But I think you look at the the matchup, like you said, it's it's not the easiest one. But if you look at running backs that catch the ball against Denver, now there've been some great ones, um, guys like Kareem Hunt, etc. But I, I think you can have success there. And he's just in, in a great spot. There's nobody else that is going to impact him to the same level that will probably happen with Justin Jackson and Jalen Samuels and Rashad Penny and anybody else that you may be looking to pick up this week. I'm wondering if the eight catches is an anomaly, though. Or that was just part of the 49ers game plan this week at Seattle, was to throw to their running backs. Because before this game, the running back with the highest catch total for the Niners on the season was Juszczyk with six. And if you throw him out, then the highest number was four by Mostert. Breida never had more than three catches in a game, including the three that he had. Could be Breida. Each of the last three weeks. Could just be that Breida's not very good in that regard. It could be Breida, too. Um, you look at just, uh, I guess it, then it's either they really value Jeffrey Wilson as a, as a pass-catching running back, or that was part of their game plan this week. You look at the, the last few games against the Broncos. The Bengals' two main guys had eight receptions between Mixon and Bernard. Um the, I got a stat for you if you if you want. So in the last six games, three running backs have had five or more catches against the Broncos. Six running backs have had thirty-one or more receiving yards against the Broncos. And that's the thing. Like in those six games, that's when Denver's run defense has gotten really good. They have held David Johnson, Lamar Miller, James Conner, and Joe Mixon to eleven or fewer fantasy points in PPR. But Kareem Hunt and Melvin Gordon had big games in PPR because they had big games in the in the passing game. Um, but they average less than four yards per carry. So the, the run defense has gotten excellent. However, yeah, you guys are right. There's opportunity in the passing game. One last thing I'll say about that, though, for Wilson, who had those eight catches for 73 yards, Nick Mullins threw 48 passes for 414 yards. So those are going to come down a little bit. Uh, yeah, they, I'd say he's probably in the four to six catch range. They've, they've thrown 50, 
21% of their passes this year to running backs. Okay. So if he throws 33 passes and Wilson gets 15%, then he's getting probably six targets. Four catches. Yeah. Okay. So Justin Jackson, if everybody's out, Breed is going to be out, but let's say we expect uh, Carson to play. Let's say Gordon's out and Connor's out. Then how would you rank Wilson, Jackson, Samuels? Samuels, one. Wilson, two. Jackson, three. I'm going to change what I said earlier. I'm going to take Wilson over Jackson. I'm not. I'm going to stick with Samuels, one. Jackson, two. Wilson, three. But it's based more so on this week than it is wrestling. I just don't know. My problem with Samuels is I don't know that they're going to give him 15 carries. No, but I bet they give him 15 touches. Yeah. He's the more Connor versatile back compared the ball to Ridley. Well. What Connor has been doing has been touchdown and his total yards. Right. Well, I don't think Samuel's a better running back than Connor, though. No, but he's better he than be. Ridley. Yeah, Ridley will probably be active and get a little bit of a role, right? Right. Um, I I would go Wilson, Jackson, Samuels, but they'd all be top twenty-five. Does it even make sense to talk about Fab at this point? Uh, at no. this point, anybody you need, you're spending. We can talk about how Dave's the commissioner of an auction league, and I have no fab and can't replace my injured tight end because there's no zero at all bids. Got to read sorry. the rules, Heath. Great commissionering uh, on this podcast today. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. I, I got it. What's I wrong do, with what I did? I do not believe Yours is terrible. Yours is, might be the worst thing ever. What the zero? Got to know the, the, the zero dollar bids. Uh, I. This is why, like, you look at Jeff Wilson, Justin Jackson, Jalen Samuels. Uh, you know. We can debate how good this week is, whatever. But this is why I don't like to spend all of my fab, if possible. Um, like Spencer Ware last week, you know, I was lucky in one league to have kind of a lot of fab left. So, you know, it's a topic for another show, I guess. Uh, Rashad Penny, it's probably not going to work out. But what about LeGarrette Blunt uh, at Arizona, who allows the second most fantasy points to running backs? He's a non-PPR flex that you're praying scores a touchdown. But he might. It's I mean, look, he's gotten 16 carries each of the last two games. One game they were playing with the lead for most of, and the other one they were competitive in against a much better offense. So I think he'll be yeah. okay. He's not much different than Adrian Peterson, right, Blunt? Uh, except he averages three yards per carry YPC for life, and Adrian Peterson averages four and a half YPC for life. Adrian Peterson was certainly not averaging four and a half yards per carry since they lost both of their guards. Uh, maybe things have changed after that 90-yard touchdown run, but for the most part... Which is something that is not possible. That, that's true. But I would have said not possible for Adrian Peterson before last night. You, do, you cannot record. start poo-pooing somebody's yards per carry now after you've touted it all year long as like the source of deciding running back. That's so not true. Goodness. Don't make me out to be the YPC vanity license plate guy. That is not the case. I, I, uh, can I get a ruling? You are the YPC vanity. No, guys. I'm not. No. I mean, somebody made a picture of you with the tattooed on your forehead. Yeah, no. Uh, Naeem Hines is, is interesting. Uh, he had nine catches last week. He had only four carries. Do you think that this... Do you think game strip, script is ultimately going to determine Marlon Mack versus Naeem Hines? Of course. I don't want to start Marlon Mack this week. I, I no. feel a little bit more comfortable with Hines and PPR. Okay. And then Ty Montgomery, Mike Davis, Rex Burkhead, Kenneth Dixon, 
Uh, I'm going to give you a few guys who are owned in a lot of leagues that maybe just are sitting there on some people's waiver wires, and you can tell me real quick if you're interested in starting them this week. Uh, this one's a long shot, but Isaiah Crowell, 89% owned at Buffalo. No. Um, I'd rather start him than Marlon Mack. Uh, I, this guy's definitely not available, but I just want to know, are you holding Austin Eckler, or are you considering dropping him? I'm holding. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'll be starting him in at least one league. Why would you drop Austin Eckler? Why would you drop him? Because he just had a dreadful game and might get replaced by Justin Jackson? But there's a big might there. That was also against a very good run. I'm defense. not dropping him. I'm just saying. I'm just asking. You, you asked. I, I'm probably starting Austin Eckler more than I'm dropping him. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, Peyton Barber, 78% owned, gets the Saints. No, I mean, thank you. You no. could consider it just because the schedule gets brutal for them. The next uh, three games are awful. I'd rather start. You can drop him, yes. I, I thought you were asking if you'd want to consider starting. No, I'm saying, would you start him? If you saw Peyton no, Barber I'd, on your way, I'd rather wire. start Marlon Mack. All right. Running back has scored 12 or more fantasy points in non-PPR, 15 or more in PPR, and four of the last five games against Saints. Uh, Derek Henry. All these guys have crap matchups. Derrick Henry against Jacksonville. No, thank you. I'd rather start Peyton Barber. And then Doug Martin against Pittsburgh. Martin is decent this week. I'd start him over Marlon Mack. You see, yeah. you yeah. see Doug Martin. I'd start him over Henry. You see Doug Martin and Jeff Wilson on your waiver wire. Who you prioritize? Wilson. 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 Doug Martin or Justin Jackson? Jackson. Jackson. A few more Jackson. names. Thoughts on theoretic Giovanni Bernard in PPR? Desperation plays. Yeah, the, uh, the Bengals were one of two teams this week, including the Packers, that I didn't really understand. Like, I was wondering if maybe Joe Mixon or Aaron Jones got dinged up. Right. Because Gio was far more involved this week than he was in previous weeks. But I don't want to start him. Okay. And Chase Edmonds, Stephen Ridley, Alfred Morris. Those are names of running backs okay. on yeah, rosters. They sure are. I guess the only one would be Morris, just in case Jeff Wilson's foot injury is something to be concerned about. All right, guys. Let's take a look at uh, wide receivers. So first three guys who are owned in more than 65% of leagues. One of them coming off a great performance. One of them caught a touchdown. One of them was awful. Chris Godwin, Josh Reynolds, Devin Funchess. Godwin, Reynolds, and Funchess. Uh, who's who's worth owning? Who's droppable? What do you think? I mean, Godwin's obviously worth owning. Yes, I, I would rank them the way that you did. Godwin, Reynolds, Funchess. Funchess, I don't really care if I have on a roster. Godwin has got to frustrate you a little bit as it... Well, he's been up and down. But also, if you're going to put faith in Adam Humphreys, you know, are three Godwin wide... Godwin is a must-start if Deshaun Jackson's up. Well, then, yeah, I, I think that... It's fine if they're both playing. <laughs> you know who it hurts is Mike Evans, Evans. I know, I know. Yeah, I mean, that's the guy who's really getting the shaft here. Humphreys has been consistent. Godwin's getting a new opportunity. Jameis is liking the new hotness. Evans got shaken up a little bit in the game. hes I don't think he's an injury risk for this week. But he's the one who's been losing out. I have all three Tampa Bay wide receivers between 18 and 24. I'll tell you what, what what's happening to Evans is what I think Tampa Bay was hoping for earlier this year, which is other players in that passing game are stepping up and making it more difficult for defenses to defend all of them. Mm -hmm. And eventually it'll mean that the double team will go off of Mike Evans. That could happen as soon as this week. Yeah, it's just, 
like you, you look at Chris Godwin. He's got two 100-yard games in his last four games. Those are his only games with more than 60 yards this year, except for week three. You know, now he's a must-start just because of Jackson being out. Yes, and they're throwing against the Saints at home. Yeah. Uh, so you guys must have Jameis ranked pretty high this week. He's in my top 12. I think I've got him fifth or sixth. Is Humphreys a better ad than Jeff Wilson? Totally that, dep- that depends on what you need. Yep. And if you're in a PPR league. So he's a similar ad in terms yeah, of Yeah, I mean, I, I would tend to defer to the running back than the receiver, especially when it's a slot receiver. Where do you have Dante Pettis ranked? Top 30. 25. Where do you have Curtis Samuel ranked? Same. I'm a little lower on Samuel. Um, he did get a ton of targets in that game. I, How many catches did he have? That, that's been debated, and I don't think anybody actually knows the answer for sure. It's a great mystery. Um, but it's just like his last four weeks kind of show you four targets, seven targets, two targets, 11 targets. Yeah, and last five games, 25 yards, 18 yards, 55 yards, 17 yards, 88 yards. And 88 yards against the Buccaneers, who are awful. And Do you have Samuel eight. ahead of DJ Moore then? No. Okay. I have DJ Moore ahead. Cam's my number one quarterback this week. Chris Ooh. Conley, 34% owned, and will face Baltimore, but Conley has caught a touchdown. He's actually caught three touchdowns in his last two games without Sammy Watkins. And then you got Antonio Callaway against Carolina, Bruce Ellington at Arizona. Devontae Parker, man, you saw that that catch he made for the touchdown. You just see the, the potential, but didn't really mm-hmm. do much else. Speaking of Devontae Parker, did you see Michael Floyd last night? Yeah, what a jump. What a leap he had. Yeah, it was a big jump. Great effort. Uh, Kenny Stills. Uh, just stop me. If a Callaway, Ellington, Parker, Stills. Callaway should have had a monster game last Yes, night. he should have. And I like his potential. Mm-hmm. I, he's one of the receivers this week that if you're looking to stash guys, you grab him and you put him on your bench. Yeah, I want to see what Jordy's targets look like this week against Pittsburgh. After he had 11 for 10. Because I don't want to, there's no chance I, I'm going to use him this week. But I do think if he has another game where he gets a ton of targets and then he plays Cincinnati, he could be a week yeah. 15 flex. Ooh. All right, let's talk about Zay Jones. He's 4% owned. I believe he has had five or more targets in six of his last seven games. And he had a huge game against the Jets, eight catches, 93 yards, and a touchdown on 11 targets in Week 10. Uh, then he followed that up with a one-target dud against Jacksonville. But the Jets, in their last two games, five wide receivers have had five to seven targets against them. Four of those five wide receivers. just had five to seven targets, that's all. Four of those five scored 12 or more PPR fantasy points. Uh, you know, it's Zay Jones, I get it. But just just I- searching for some optimism here. I, I, I've, I've said it several times. I, I think Zay Jones has taken a leap. I don't know that Buffalo throws enough for him to be somebody you could actually count on. Did Jordy, you hear the remark that the coach made about Kelvin Benjamin? No. Yeah. That he needed to cut some of the fat off his route? That's yeah. good. <laughs> Head coach in the NFL said that about one of his players. I thought that that was interesting. He's probably their most complete receiver, which is just speaking to what the Bills' receiving core looks like right now. But 21 targets in his last three games, 20 in two of those three games. And the one game where he did absolutely nothing was against Jacksonville. 
where they pretty much just took control of the clock in that one. And, you know, Allen ran a lot, a couple of deep shots. He's, he's also worth speculating on in PPR, but I'm not as excited about him as he is. John Ross caught a touchdown in three straight games before last week against the Broncos. And none of them with 10 fantasy points. Yeah, 27 to 39 yards, two to three catches in each game and a touchdown. Yeah, uh, the, the exact opposite of who we thought John Ross was. Michael Gallup is 12% owned. We know about the Eagles secondary. And uh, Amari Cooper, top five wide receiver this week. Maybe. Yeah, I think I have him 12. Yeah, yeah he's right in that range. Yeah, it makes more sense. Top 15. That makes more sense. I was just being a weirdo. And Keith Kirkwood has caught a touchdown in two straight games. Who's at Tampa Bay? So he might catch another. Uh, at it's least not bad, but that same, that Bucks defense is showing signs of life. I wonder if they win the majority of their games if they save Dirk Cutter's job. Hmm. I don't. Know. I don't know. Are, they would also then be saving their defensive coordinator's job. They'd be keeping that coaching staff intact for one more year. Do they keep Jameis for one more year? That That's going to be an interesting team to watch on Black Monday. Uh, what about these guys? Anthony Miller, Anthony Miller, Taylor Gabriel. All right, we got the Rams at home on a Sunday night, and we got Trubisky hopefully coming back. So, you know, we liked Anthony Miller before the injury. I prefer Gabriel. I prefer Miller. Yeah, I'll take Gabriel too, but I think, I think Gabriel so Robinson and Burton this week. <laughs> I, I, I like Miller with Trubisky back. And against the Rams. All right. Tight ends. I need that side And we're done. I need Sideshow Bob stepping on a rake. That's how I feel about tight ends. Uh, I love Cameron Brait, but he has a brutal matchup this week. Just letting you know. I'm still probably going to have to start him because who, yep. who am I going to replace him with? Like a, um, one thing about tight ends that we should make note of, because it doesn't impact our site per se, but other places, is that Jalen Samuels is tight end eligible. Oh. So you could so if in fact in that. that you don't have Connor, you could be starting Man, a running back tight end. That's a cheat code. That, that is, is insane. That's top five tight end. If that number one, <laughs> yeah, it, it could be number one. Yeah. All right. So why do you like Chris Herndon? The, the Bills allow the fourth fewest fantasy points to tight ends. Herndon himself had three for thirty-four just a few weeks ago. No tight end is more than fifty-five receiving yards against the Bills. Uh, I think it's just opportunity and the fact that Darnold's going to return. You know, that was when he had his best stretch of the season. It's a receiving core that's miserable. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I don't think it's a, it's, it's a guy. He's not a starter. It, somebody has to be on this list. And Ian Thomas coming off his best game, five catches for 46 yards, filling in for Greg Olson. And he will face Cleveland. They've allowed four touchdowns to tight ends in their last four games. Two to Kelsey, one to Hooper, one to Jordan Thomas. That's Ian Thomas. Rhett Ellison, he's had 42 yards and 77 yards in his last two games. John o. Smith dropped a touchdown, you know? Mm-hmm. So, and, and Jacksonville, six tight ends have either had 80 yards or a touchdown against the Jags in their last five games. Do you know who would have caught that touchdown that he dropped? Would it be the guy who actually did catch a touchdown? Ferkser. Ferkser. <laughs> yeah, he did catch a touchdown. I, maybe one of these guys has a good game. It's a nice matchup. Smith and Ferkser. And, Jamie, you got Antonio Gates on here which is for the matchup? Yeah. Cincinnati. And then the What Chiefs. about Gerald Everett? 
Is this a week to go to him against Chicago? They were they were feeding him on more explosive types of plays. I found a very uh, very fun stat. I use this targets page a lot during my research from football guys. Mm-hmm. And for the season now, Gerald Everett has thirty targets. Tyler Higby has twenty eight. Oh yeah, they both have nineteen catches. Mm-hmm. They both have two hundred and seventeen yards. Wow. They're both averaging eleven point four yards per reception. Everett has one more touchdown. <laughs> and Higby's playing a ton more, but despite playing a ton more, it's not showing up in the stats. Well, except the last the last three weeks, Higby has two more targets than Everett. And Everett what? has two more for the whole season. Uh, Dan Arnold's next two matchups, including this week, are at Tampa Bay and at Carolina. So Dan Arnold's got a chance. So here comes Josh Hill. And Matt Lacoste. Remember, I did the Lacoste, 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 Lacoste. Somebody told me I should have done Duhast for Lacoste. So I could have done that. I, I will say, if Evan Ingram is out again, I think, like, Red Ellison disappointed last week, but he had seven targets. He's got 13 targets in the last two weeks. He wasn't bad in PBR. Yeah. So I, I think Red Ellison somebody you should consider. Levine Toilolo, Mark Andrews, any interest in them? No, not a lot. I, I wish Baltimore would just use one tight end. I wish it was Hayden Hurst, but it's not. We have talked a lot about DSTs, but the Bills are the best one. That You know what's interesting is that the Ravens are at the Chiefs, the Bears get the Rams, the Rams are at the Bears. Uh, how, how about this stat? Show you what Mitch, Mitchell Trubisky means for them. The Bears have allowed, uh, they gave up nine sacks in their last two games without Trubisky. They gave up 19 sacks in their first 10 games with Trubisky. Uh, so that's obviously very important. Um, yeah, but, it's a byproduct of Trubisky re- sure. recognizing the pressure and then running. Yep. Uh, so Ravens, Bears, Rams, Vikings all have tough matchups this week. Are any of them starters for you guys? The Bears made it. Yeah. Texans made it. I left the Rams at number 12. Yeah, that's where I have the Rams, too. Okay. And I still like the Texans a lot. Four DSTs that are owned in more than 65% of leagues. I didn't realize Tennessee was all the way up to 88%, but they have Jacksonville at home. Uh, Denver's at San Francisco. Pittsburgh's at Oakland. And the Patriots are at Miami. Tennessee, Denver, Pittsburgh, New England. Are all four of them worth using this week? Yes. I like Denver. I like Tennessee. I'm iffy on New England just because I don't score that many points. Pittsburgh at Oakland? Pitts- Pittsburgh's good. Okay. All ahead of the Texans, Bears, Rams, Ravens. How about the Bills compared to Tennessee, Denver, Pittsburgh? Ahead of them all. Yep. Bills are ahead of them all? Okay. Yep. Saints. Saints have been amazing lately. Yes, they have. Even That's why week. they're a top 10 DST. Again, another DST ahead of the Texans. Bears, Rams, Ravens. Texans get the Colts this week. Yeah, so this is not a bad week for streamers, but it is a bad week for your typical stud DSTs, except maybe the Jaguars, uh, who really haven't been a typical stud, but they've been playing a lot better lately, I guess. Jaguars are going to be interesting, guys, because on the road, they're just like they sucked at Baltimore two weeks ago. Are you starting the Jags this week? Yeah. He does, yeah. I think that they were just having a hard time giving their full effort with Blake Bortles at quarterback, and now they're uh, freed. <laughs> okay, Cowboys against the Eagles, Cardinals against Detroit, uh, the Lions in that same game. 
these are other options for you. But I think we gave you so many, you probably don't have to dip down there. What, what about the Cowboys? Where are they for you? They're outside of my top 12. Yeah, I'm not really interested. What about the Giants? I'm going to move them higher now. I didn't have them anywhere close to my top 12. But yeah, and they probably still they won't. might knock off the Rams from the 12th spot. I don't think I can start them Giants over those 12. good defenses. All right, the Giants will be That's around so. 12th. The Giants over the good defenses. I know, but they've got an awesome matchup. The Redskins are just so beat up. Kickers. Uh, Matt Bryan, Brett Maher, Sebastian Janikowski, Ryan Suckup, Stephen Hauschka. IDP, Dave. IDP, there is nothing at defensive line, so if you need help at defensive line, my condolences. But we can make up for it with a lot of help at defensive back. Marshawn Lattimore is out there. He's been great the last three weeks. Xavier Howard had a ridiculous game last week and the week before. I think he's a pretty good IDP. Justin Simmons is going to move into the slot for Denver and uh, and basically move from safety to cornerback, and I think his numbers will perk up even more. Terrell Edmonds for Pittsburgh had a good game last week. Justin Reed has been good four out of the last five weeks for Houston. He's one of their safeties. And Kyle Fuller, we talked about Kyle Fuller before. He's given you at least 10 points in, in IDP leagues, four of his last five games. At linebacker, there's not a whole lot out there, but Gerald Hodges is back in action for Arizona, so he's putting up some decent numbers. Anthony Walker for the Colts. And then you've got... Foya Sede Oluakan for Atlanta. Three straight games with good numbers. I, I do have some news. Okay. Uh, Steelers, according to Field Yates, have activated Trey Edmonds from the practice squad. Oh. Oh, that's not a good sign for James Conner. That's not a great sign for James Conner. It doesn't necessarily mean anything yet, but if you've got James Conner and you don't have Justin uh, Jalen Samuels, you have to make Samuels your number one waiver priority. Tight end number one unbelievable that's crazy all right we'll read a lot of your emails and your tweets tomorrow want to thank everybody for listening to our waiver wire edition good luck we're in the playoffs baby here we go and we'll talk to you on wednesday see you hey, like urban meyer gotta go by na 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 na